dream bigger, man, dream bigger. Uh, you know, when I was younger, I, I was studying French. I studied French for seven years and I dreamed of traveling and maybe living in Paris. I'm like, that was sort of my big dream. But uh, I went to Paris at the age of 18 um, and I went to school for a summer there. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Nikki Green of thenickygreen.com. Nikki, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hey, thanks, Gresh. Glad to be here. <laughs> Definitely super excited to have you on. And before we jump in, jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Nikki so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And growing up in Hayward, California, as one of three white kids in the school of 1600, Nikki's experience was diverse. With a multi-parent lifestyle, Nikki learned to adapt to ever-changing environments and rules. And in 2020, she walked away from a lucrative tech job to start Green Chameleon Collective. She started Green Chameleon Collective with a singular mission to shape how the next generation of business leaders can rem remain unique in true to themselves and turn that uniqueness into an advantage. Nikki, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. I'm excited. Can't awesome. Wait. I'm excited <laughs> too. You're doing so many awesome things. So before we jumped in and hearing exactly what that was, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit and hear a little bit more on how you got started and what led you to start all the awesome work you're doing. Yeah. So Green Chameleon Collective, it's actually the second business I founded. Um, I, in 2009, I started a business called Purple Turtle Events. You can see I like colors and animals yes. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, to host kids triathlon. I was really deep into triathlons and endurance sports at the time. Um, but that was sort of a side project and I was still working in corporate and I've been living under that corporate rock for the last few years, just working and working for others and, and not feeling fulfilled and not doing enough in my community. And so this business really this new business has been a decade in the making. I, I think my challenge was throughout my career, I had a lot of mentors who claimed to be there for me, but really pressured me to conform. And, and they wanted me to pretend that my uniqueness didn't exist. And that inauthentic way of being one person at work and one person outside, it, it just, it left me feeling really empty. And I wanted something better and I wanted to give back. And after all of the changes last year in 2020, it really, it was just time to act. And so I left my lucrative tech job and I started to build this vision I have for Green Chameleon Collective. And I really, I want to inspire the next generation. I want to guide them through the challenges that I've experienced in my life and career, but also keep helping them through these new challenges as they're arising because there's no shortage of them these days. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We were definitely, you know, talking offline about like all the changes and things and how you kind of have to keep rolling with the punches, so to speak. And I think um, I, I, well, I love the fact that, you know, you, you told us a little bit about that journey, because I think so many times you feel that empty feeling that you kind of talked about and you feel mm -hmm. like there's no way out sometimes. But to hear somebody that's been able to kind of, you know, take on the reins, take those changes for yourself, but also for so many others, I think that is a great reminder to us that we can be true to ourselves and at the same time make an impact in the way that we see fit. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. 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 So I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper now, hear a little bit more about um, your business. Could you take us a little bit more into to what you do and how you serve the clients you work with? Yeah. Well, the objective of 
collective is exactly that, right? It's not going to ever just be one thing. I want it to keep evolving and adapting and changing to the needs of the next generation. And I'm always going to have a few different irons in the fire. Uh, the biggest thing right now is I'm about to release my new book. Um, it's called I Laugh in the Face of Danger and Other Life Lessons That Should Have Taught Me Better. Um, and it's a tell-all memoir. It's insights of, of race and religion and misogyny and culture. It really covers a lot of things that I've experienced in my life. Uh, like you said in my intro, I started with six parents. That's kind of different just to begin with. And I moved a lot and really had to adapt and grow every single day to deal with all those differences. And it's also a behind the scenes look at what it's really like to be a woman working in Silicon Valley. There's lots of books out about, you know, how men are experiencing corporate life. But um, there's been some recent studies out that said, you know, about 50 percent of women in Silicon Valley have experienced some kind of harassment, mostly sexual in nature. Um, and we're not talking out because when we do talk out, the survey also says nothing's happening. Right. right. And so after two decades in these Fortune 500 companies, I really felt like all these different things coming together, especially at this time, you know, in our nation's history, it's important for us to start really sticking to those convictions and beliefs and, and lead others to be a part of the change forward. Um, Aside from the book, there's going to be a podcast YouTube channel. It's going to be called Stand Up and Stand Out. I'll use the chapters of the book and those lessons to, you know, lead people along. And there's going to be the very first episode about bad bosses and what do we do and how do we deal with those. And then uh, believe the algorithms <laughs> to basically take your life back from social media. A lot of the feedback I've been getting from the youth um, is they're just so overwhelmed because they're constantly in it looking online at Facebook and Instagram and everything else and how to really take it back and move forward with your life um, and just teaching people one-on-one -on -one through career coaching and motivational speaking um, just a lot a lot of stuff there and if all of my business stuff wasn't enough <laughs> Uh, I am also on the advisory board for uh, Transcontinental University, which is an innovative, newly accredited, completely online uh, school that works to create customized development plans for the whole person, including emotional intelligence and things like that. So, you know, that's all for now. <laughs> so much more probably coming up to that. Yeah, absolutely. So you're, you're not busy at all. You absolutely sound like a slacker. So <laughs> you have to get to work. Sleep. But uh, <laughs> no, you're doing so many, you know, phenomenal things. And I, I love that. Thing, the, what came out to me was that voice piece, especially when you talked about a lot of the harassment that, that women might face, especially in, you know, most a lot of places, but definitely, you know, in, along the Silicon Valley area, um, being able to, to feel like you have a voice and be able to to feel like you can speak out and and you can take mm -hmm. actions in order to make that happen. And I think that speaks to obviously those situations, but so many others where so many times we shy away from, you know, stepping into who we are, our purpose, or stepping into things that we feel like we should stand up about because we don't know if the thing that we say or the thing that we believe will, you know, just, I guess, go in the wind or if it actually will make a change and will make a purpose. So I, I love that you not only um, help many people do that, you've done that yourself, but you're, you're also creating platforms and ways for people to, to empower themselves as well. Absolutely. I think it's so important. I think too many people from lots of different groups, right, have been disadvantaged for too long. And it's time that we all start working together to fix some of these things that have been happening. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like during, especially during times like this, I think, uh, you know, everything's kind of a double, a double edged sword where, of course, you have a lot of, you know, frustration, um, mm -hmm. you know, depression, just so many things happening during this time. But at the same time, usually during times like this, where there's a lot of disruption and things that are changing, 
there's usually opportunity to create things that I love that you've been able to kind of go to creating a solution and being able to be part of the organization you're building, but also parts of organizations that you're a part of as well, too, to be able to be the change that you hope to see um, and, and create that in the world. Absolutely. It, it is a perfect time to pivot, right? It is the time to really look at what's happening and, and ride that wave a bit of getting people behind you for this and, and really starting to make sure that you are bringing your true self to work and into life every day. We're all experiencing challenges and I want to bring a more positive edge to things like let's not just complain all the time and, and dwell in what's been happening. It's time that we take that and actually bring some energy to fixing these things, whether it's for yourself or for a broader cause, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's definitely something that's needed during all times, but especially during a, a time like this. And, and so would you consider that to be what I call your secret sauce, the thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Is it, is it your ability to be able to ride the wave and also teach people how to ride the wave? It sounds like too, to be able to see that change, but also evolve with those times. Yeah, you know, I talk a lot about uniqueness, and I really want to compel future leaders to find strength in that uniqueness and teach people when to listen and to learn, and then when to stand out and, and when to speak up. You know, a lot of people think of uniqueness as, as what they see of, you know, my, my blue eyes, my freckled face, my currently Valentine red hair, <laughs> you know, it, they see that as identity, right? But for me, uniqueness is about the stories, our foundation, the experiences that have shaped us. And I want them to use those, even if they've been difficult or challenging, those things give you strength and that you can use them and you can keep building upon it. And I don't want people to be afraid to be themselves. I want them to be so genuine that it helps other people also bring out their unique self. And there's power in that. There's power in the telling of our stories. There's power in us just being genuine. And I think with you know, adding Zoom and seeing into people's homes, that barrier between work and home also has kind of gone away. And so it's a great time for us to just keep bringing that forward. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so many times there were silos between work and, and, and you know, a home life and personal life. But definitely, as you said, with Zoom and so many different ways that we're we're starting to feel, I guess, vulnerable, even too. like we can connect mm -hmm. with others because we're all we're through, going through some type of disruption or frustration in some form, shape or fashion. But uh, I love how um, you, you spoke to the uniqueness of us and how it's not necessarily just the things that we see. It's those things and experiences that we have because um, no one can be you and have those exact same experiences even somebody that might you might be a twin a, a splitting image of exactly who you are <laughs> has had a different experience has different interests and is, is structured and given gifts in a different way so I love how you kind of tap into that and remind us of drilling down that drilling down to do that because it reminds others that they're able to do that as well too Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. 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 So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient. Yeah, I think I have kind of two big things. For me, fitness has been my foundation. From the time I could walk, I was doing gymnastics and ballet. My mom was a collegiate gymnast. My uncles all played sports. And as my brother and I got older, all five, three of me played volleyball. <laughs> uh, and he was a quarterback at football and threw javelin at track. And um, then I started coaching, right? And luckily, my stepdad was an athletic trainer at Chabot College there in Hayward for 30 years. So he put us back together every time <laughs> we had an ailment, which was often with, you know, Know, playing that much sports exactly. and and then more recently 
you know, I've cycled over 200 miles in the Seattle to Portland bike ride. I've completed two half Ironman, seven marathons, you know, countless other things. And in my office are the achievements from those things. I look at them every day and I remind myself that no matter how tough times are might be, you know, right now, I, I've always done something harder. I can put the work in. I can figure out how to get to that next level, even when it seems insurmountable. And it just takes time and, and patience with yourself. But I think that fitness thing for me is always an important way to sort of recover from the stress of every day too. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And, and so I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. <laughs> dream bigger, man, dream bigger. Uh, you know, when I was younger, I, I was studying French. I studied French for seven years and I dreamed of traveling and maybe living in Paris. I'm like, that was sort of my big dream. But uh, I went to Paris at the age of 18 um, and I went to school for a summer there. And by the time I was 30, I had been to a dozen countries. I spoke four languages. I'd been to Europe, Asia, North and South America, you, you know, and that was at 30. So then I'm like, what do I do? You know, <laughs> and there's nice. still tons more countries, you know, to, to explore and see and even just exploring our own country. There's there's a lot to see across the U.S. So just dream bigger, whatever that is for you, whether it's work or personal, um, you could be really surprised how much you can accomplish if you just set your mind to it. Um, and part of that is also the second part of the advice is turn off your phone alerts. You know, it's another part of unplugging and don't let all the noise around us keep distracting you. You can go and look at it for a little time period, but set a, you know, a time limit and fill your life with rewarding experiences. Connect with people again, even if we still have to do it six feet apart, but it's, it's important. I think like get your head out of all of this and start looking around again at the world around you and remember what it is that makes you excited and what inspires you. I absolutely love those nuggets. And, and so now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Nikki, what does being a CEO mean to you? Yeah, I think it's a bit like uh, people kind of think, oh, well, you call yourself an author, you haven't published anything yet, right? But uh, someone told me a good piece of advice is, no, you started writing a book, plenty of people start writing books, yeah. that's still an author, right? And the same thing with CEO, you just keep going for it. And I think as you see, I have a lot of projects going on, everybody does when you run your own business. And I never, never wait for someone to work for me. Um, it's about building your network. It's about being a mentee and a mentor. And whether you're on both sides of those equations, you always have stuff to learn. You always have stuff to teach others and really finding good talent around you to help you through your journey. Um, I've recently connected with a platform called Acadium and they help you connect basically an intern or apprentice to do certain activities for you for about a three month stint. And it's been fantastic because they don't have much experience so they need to get going I got a ton of stuff to do so I'm happy to you know share the workload with them so there's lots of ways now to you know find that way to network and complement your best skills with other people around you Nikki, truly appreciate you for all the awesome work you're doing. Of course, appreciate you for the time. What I want to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, get a copy of the book, listen to the podcast and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah, so much to see, right? Uh, well, I'm at thenikkigreen.com. I'm also at greenchameleoncollective.com. Uh, the book is coming out shortly. It'll be available on Amazon and other places where you can download eBooks and the podcast 
stand up and stand out is set to release in March. It'll be on YouTube, uh, Spotify, other podcast platforms. Uh, maybe Gresh, you'll honor me and be on my podcast when we get up and running. <laughs> um, but, you know, the best advice always is like, you can be in a thousand places, but let's go to Instagram for now. Uh, Instagram at Green Chameleon Collective. And I repost my TikTok videos there if you need a good smile in the day. Uh, articles I publish on Medium and other places. And pretty much anything of my projects will start there. And you can branch out from there of whatever makes you happy to look at from a Medium perspective. <laughs> Awesome. 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 I definitely appreciate that, Nikki. Um, what we'll do is we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. Definitely. It'd be my honor to be on your show once you get it up and going. So I appreciate that. And um, I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. I love the work that you're doing and the impact that you gave today, but definitely take care. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.